In today's episode, we're speaking to the female money doctor, Dr. Nikki Ramskill. Dr. Nikki is a certified money coach and runs award-winning blog, thefemalemoneydoctor.com, the only doctor to be featured in the top 25 feed posts spot list of personal finance blogs in the UK and highlighted in Plum's top five personal finance blogs for female financial independence. Nikki approaches financial education from a health and well-being perspective to help women from all over the world to improve their mental health and well-being through getting organized with their finances, learning how to invest for retirement and transforming their money mindsets so they can build wealth for the future they truly deserve. Let's find out and ha- find out how Nikki, Dr. Nikki, changed her mindset to change her life. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today I'm so excited. We have the amazing Dr. Nikki. Welcome, Dr. Nikki. Hi, thanks for having me. And Dr. Nikki is just up the road to me, literally she's somewhere about 50, 60 miles from me, which is amazing. Um, Dr. Nikki, everyone's heard how amazing you are in the intro, but please, in your own words, share with everybody what it is that you do. Um, Okay, so in a nutshell, I am a GP working for the NHS, but I'm also a money coach. Oh, wow. Blend the two things together, yeah. Right, that's the first time I came across somebody who's a GP and a money coach. I'm a lawyer and a, and a money coach. She's a she's a doctor and a money coach. How funny! Awesome. So, um, thank you so much for 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 being here today, Doctor uh, Doctor Nikki. But Doctor Nikki, how did you? I mean, this this is such a you know, two very different professions. How did you go from being a GP and a money coach? How did that work out for you? Where did your journey start, and why did you end up being a money coach? For me, I see money and our health very intimately intertwined. Mm. So I, it, for me, it's not a massive stretch, but um, I appreciate it. it seems like a really strange combination. Um, so essentially, I started off um, by having a really bad relationship with money. So when mm. I turned 30, I had a bit of a sort of crisis at work, crisis in my life, needed to have some time out, took mm. a year off because I just I was so burnt out I needed time out and on that year off I went traveling and I think I was kind of running away from my problems but also just really wanting to to do something other than having just been to university and worked and studied and everything it was just really dull so when I went traveling for five months I had lots of time to think and I also had lots of time to see my bank account go down and down and down. So all my savings that I'd built for that five-month trip were like a drop in the ocean. They were nowhere near enough because I was still paying for my bills at home as well because I had bought bought half of a flat. I bought one of those um, shared ownership things. So I literally could see my money going down. It was really scary. And when I actually looked into my numbers, I realized I was in a huge amount of debt. And oh, wow. 
it was something that I hadn't kind of been aware of, but not really sat down and worked it out. So when I worked out how much debt I was in, I mean, I was in five figures worth of debt. And if you included my student loan, it would be six figures worth of debt. You know, it was ridiculous amount of money. And I had to really do a lot of soul searching to find out why did that happen? How did I let it happen? You know, how can I fix it? So when I got back from my trip, I did a lot of reading, listening to podcasts, you know, all sorts of stuff to try and help myself um in the end paid for courses and coaches and things because I just couldn't do it all on my own and when I went back to work after my my gap year my adult gap year I um decided to become a GP so I was a hospital doctor at the point where I left and then I became a GP so I was a women's health specialist and I wanted to take that into general practice but also I knew I wanted to do something more than just medicine I just didn't know what it was yet mm. but I knew that I could do that with being a GP yeah. so <clears throat> I didn't know what what actually what was going to happen until I started realizing that my colleagues and my patients had money problems and it was affecting their health so mm. they couldn't take time off of work because they couldn't afford to of or- course whatever it was um and it it that really struck me that money and health are so intertwined and if you don't have money you don't have your health if you don't have your health you don't you can't get your money so it's yeah. there's a lot of things that are intertwined there um so I started writing about my own experiences as the female money doctor I called myself that because you know obviously being female being a doctor or looking after women you know it just kind of made sense mm. And it grew from there. And I didn't even realize that money coaches existed at that point. It was only until somebody pointed it out to me and said, you know what, you you could use your skills and become a money coach. Mm. Oh, okay, amazing. So that's kind of where it all came from, really. And how how long ago was that? How you know when when did this happen? You know, so I'm happen? I'm 37 now. Seven um, years and ago, I was 30. Yeah, when I when I started doing this, so it's been about seven years. Um, the female money doctor has been around since 2017. So yeah, it's it's been a work in progress. <laughs> and how, how how have we seen? I mean, I I think this is a great place to ask you. I agree with you, by the way. Um, this is this this the the connection between um, money traumas and health issues is really closely connected connected together. Not only that. So when you know when, when I work with people and I you know I I deal with and we get phenomenal results. The reason why we get phenomenal results is because we deal with emotional traumas first. And you would understand as a doctor, you know, because emotional traumas causes disease in the so body is a disease and it causes disease in the body. And a lot of the time, there's, you know, this science has proven that cancers, all cancers are caused by emotional traumas at some point in life, which haven't been resolved. So for sure, there is a big connection between the two, not just a, super le- a superficial level. Well, if you don't have health, you can't make money and, and vice versa. If you have money that, you know, um, you can't have money and have health, health uh, uh, you need to have both combined together. And if you have e- if lack either, at one point, you'll start having suffering in one, one area of your life. Um, but I, it's a lot deeper than that because emotion traumas, and if you don't deal with the emotion traumas, it, it will not only show up in your money because I think shows up money first, but it starts showing up in your health. Mm-hmm. So fixing your money um, stories is really, really important. There's always the root cause to that. There's always limiting belief, which comes back to some form of trauma somewhere along the lines as a conscious um, trauma or something that happened to your parents and you just absorbed it as, as a sponge. Now, how have you seen um, people's approach to money, especially in COVID and other times? How have you seen, has you, have you seen the scaremongering happen more or, you know, because the media is constantly feeding us. Yes, um, you know, that we have this global crisis now. We're on the brink of recession again. I think this causes more trauma and people go into more scarcity and they could get really more scared. 
And and I and because I'm an empath, I pick up a lot of emotions. I've really picked up people of really there's more scared now than there were during COVID. Mm. So how are you how are you finding that? How are you how are you helping your clients with this current climate um to stay calm and stay in the, in the abundance mindset rather than going to scarcity? Because it's so easy to go into the scarcity mindset, like, oh my god, the bills are gonna go up by 80% in the first of October. We know it's in UK. But it's not just UK, it's global. It's The energy mm. crisis is global. Um, the food price is global. The inflation is global. So how are you helping your clients to stay centered and, and you know, focus more on, you know, ha- having the abundance mindset? Yeah, I actually did a session on this um, not so long ago where I spoke about how to sort of hold on to your mental health during the, this crisis and, and mm. indeed any crisis. It's not just this one. Um, but one of the biggest things is to turn off that that media wheel that thing that keeps feeding into the fear um because we're seeing it on social media we're seeing it on news we're seeing it in our emails we're seeing it on billboards it's literally everywhere everywhere and it's so hard to escape that if all you're seeing all the time is the negative energy so i literally i'm just turn off your your news turn off everything on your social media that's actually making you you feel bad and have some kind of morning routine where you're working on yourself rather than jumping straight into a triggering social media feed or something like that so for me it's all about not necessarily becoming Pollyanna and pretending everything's amazing and everything's going to be fine because you know we know life is not like that we know that things go wrong but it's about putting more of a positive spin on things, putting more positivity back into your life again, focusing on what's important and focusing on yourself as opposed to, you know, focusing on all the things in the world that you can't change and makes you feel completely vulnerable and powerless. So that's that's the nuts and bolts of what I spoke about. I mean, and that's serious advice. I, I do believe, I think everyone should switch off the news. I haven't listened to the news for forever yeah. and, and and my my background is banking finance so we are told to read the you know financial times and you know literally from from law school you know read financial times especially when we're going to corporate law and god my goodness and all the crisis that goes with it you know every, this is going down and that's going down and this company is going to pots um anyway i, I haven't i haven't listened to uh and the news or, or bought any newspapers for god years now mm. still it's now exactly what you said it's not just the news and but these news media media outlets have found other mediums which is social media yeah. you get bombarded social media then you know you open your phone and you go into apple news and thingy bbc news and those those lines even though you don't want to see it when you go when you open your phone the the, the news feeds there like mm-hmm. apple make this news and da, 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 this happened that happened and you're like i'm not, i don't want the flipping news why is it coming up again but it is that's the that's the, that's the reality of it and you're right it's not just there you go outside and these these uh, these billboards you know be on on the uh, on the bus stands or 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 hanging somewhere it's all scarcity you know we are here to help you every little helps and penny you know penny pinching and everything and i don't i I believe you should manage your money well but i think when you start penny pinching you are you're getting to scarcity mindset you should value your money but you shouldn't be a penny pincher but that's where and everyone's going to everyone's going and i have heard this phase so many times people are are choosing between having food and paying electricity i've heard that so much and i don't listen to the news i don't it's been but it's even I've picked it up, even though I'm refusing news. How can we switch off? What can we do? Because especially for those people, and some of the people listening to this, the reason why I say this, some of you listening to this will be using the online social media for their work purposes. They have um, online um, businesses. Yeah. 
myself included. So I am very rarely on, on social media for anything else other than work purposes. The only time I go onto media, and that's at nighttime, it's in looking at IG Reels. And then that's easy because my logarithm's filled with all the positivity and whatever, because that's what I listen to. But as soon as I open Facebook, and, and I have to, because for work purposes, things pop up. And so how can we... How can we protect ourselves? How what can we do to not let that impact us and not let that impact our uh, our, our mental health? Because it is very stressful. Mm-hmm. And if everyone's panicking, you're like, oh my God, I should be panicking too. And you don't even think you end up going panicking. It's, it's the it's the it's the it's the the the, the you know the, the public mentality, like you know, the group mentality, everyone else is panicking, I need to panic. And mm-hmm. you go you and you, energetically. If you are looking at it, you tune into the energy, so your energy gets, you know, you, you get triggered, the energy goes uh, down. Um, so you pick up the negative energy without choosing to. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundance mindsetmakeover.com see inside the workshop what can, what can we do to combat this because this is going crazy all we hear about is um the lack of food and the energy prices going up yeah i mean it's a tricky one because obviously i use my social media for business purposes mm-hmm. as well I try to limit what I do, so automate as much as possible and only go in to respond to comments one or, one or two times a day mm. and literally will focus on responding to people that have commented on, on things that I've put out rather than looking at the general news feed or the general feed as a, as a whole. Um, so, so limiting your time on it. Okay. Doing it as well after you've already focused on your own stuff. So like I have a morning routine where I wake up and the first thing I do is plan plan out what's happening for the day. So I know all my appointments for the day, I know what I've got to do. And I've give, given myself a couple of tasks that I know I need to get done by the end of the day. Um, I'll do a gratitude journal. So I'll literally bullet point six or seven different things that I can feel grateful for. And I might spend a day focusing on my body and focus on things that I can be grateful for for my body. I might spend a day focusing on my local area or a day focusing on my house or, or whatever it is. But when you can start focusing on things that are greater than you, like I'm grateful for the fact that I actually have electricity, you know? Mm. Yes, okay, the bills are higher. But if I didn't have electricity, my life would be so much harder. Yes, agreed. Wouldn't it, right? So so I focus on gratitude. I listen to a motivational video every morning. So I find one on YouTube that's five or 10 minutes long. Um, I'll listen to some abundance affirmations um, and then I'm ready to start my day. I don't even look at my social media. And if I do, I tell myself off for it because that's that's a very rare thing to do now. Um, but when I do, it's later and it's when I'm actually got a purpose to go into it. So it's not just mindlessly scrolling. It's right, I'm going in, checking to make sure that no one's answered or, or responded or said anything to me. Nope, great, they haven't. Fine, carry on with the day. Do the things that I want to do. So for me, it's about showing the gratitude. It's it's about being aware of what you already have and what life would be like if you didn't have it. You know, we can be grateful mm. for the NHS in this country. Yes, it has its problems. And yes, we are waiting 18 months or whatever for mental health help, you know, support or whatever it is. But we live in a place that we have free health care. Yeah. Could you imagine living somewhere like America where you have to pay for literally everything? Or the ambulance as well. Yeah. Exactly. Pay, you know, going to a, um, a third third world country where you've got no health care. 
Mm. There's, you know, we've got so many things that we can be grateful for. And, and the other the other tip I would include as well is to start learning about things like space, mm. <laughs> like, you know, literally planets and universe and space, because the more you can see the wonder and the, the vastness of of where we are, like we are a small dot in a t- tiny, 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 tiny dot. Thing. Yeah. I went to go and see Brian Cox the other day and he literally put it into context and it was it was just unfathomable yeah. how many trillions and trillions of stars are out there that we don't even know exist yet. Yeah. And, and this is our planet, by the way. So we've our, t- our planet is a tiny speck. Forget us, <laughs> you and yeah. me. Our planet yeah. is a tiny speck. Yeah, it's, it's, it literally, it's... He, he literally showed us a picture of what, what looked like stars. And he said, these are not stars, these are galaxies. Mm. And they, those galaxies have millions and billions of stars held within them, which makes you feel incredibly tiny. So mm. when you walk away from a lecture like that, things don't really bother you anymore you know i couldn't even imagine worrying now about who's going to win love island when when we've got stuff like this going on you know you just just change your your focus from the minutiae of the day and actually have some wonder have some magic have some amazement at what's going on around you it's just incredible i love that i actually love that piece of advice i actually put things in perspective and realize how small your fears and worries are in compared to the cosmos. And it's absolutely true. And I think that also allows you to, you know, I always put, I, I always look upon the stars and the universe. And obviously, because obviously, I, I, you know, I, I do a lot of research on the multiverse. I, I, I have reasons for that. So we know, you know, what we're familiar with is our dimension and our, our universe, but there are multiverses and there's multiple dimensions and multiple realities. So that's a rabbit hole we can go down another road another day, but that's true. So we are here in this, this tiny speck in this dimension, this reality, in this universe. And so something's holding it together. That, you know, universal mind, whatever name you tag you give it, God, Allah, Mandala, Buddha, Ram, whatever name, you know, whatever your name is for it. Um, I call it universal energy because that's, that, I think, applicable to everyone. And so, you know, that this universal energy, which is taking care of all of this. Yeah. Then, then, then if that's the case, then that loving energy will take care of you too and whatever yeah. your needs are. And yes, the energy bills are going up and yes, inflation is high. And this, we have, I, mean, I think our generation has the experiences because we know any, anyone who's under 40 doesn't understand that, you know, there used to be inflation, which was, you know, really high and interest rates, which was 15% or something ridiculous. I think I was a baby when that happened. So it's, those sort of things are not, um, you know, are familiar to our generation. Mm. So they are panicking who are now parents and have children. Yet our, our parents dealt with it. The parents mm. dealt with it beforehand. They've had wars. They've had world wars, and this and we can get through it. It's um, this thing that oh, it's the panic that gets worse. Mm. The extra circumstances can be dealt with, and this is what I'm trying to get to. We need to stop panicking. Stop panicking with what's going on. And actually, we're living in an age where making money is easy. You can make money so many different ways. You can make money through blogs, through YouTube videos, through um, selling your services, you know, uh, you know, selling your hobbies. If you're really good at something, you can teach someone else how to do it and, and make money from that. There's so many different ways to make money these days, trading and, you know, whatever else. I think we need to stop focusing on the problems and trying to focus on how we can you know, find solutions to those problems. I think that's the key. And I, and I love the way you put it. Put things into context. <laughs> Get perspective on things. Look how small we are compared to the universe. And you know, and um, and and realize there's something to do about it. And the, this universal energy can help you. I want to go back to quickly because we, you know, we're going to wrap this up very quickly. I just want to go back to quickly the point when you said you shared this when you're traveling and you know that the money money you saved for the trip 
finish like this. How did you not go into panic mode and think, oh my God, oh my God, you know, I'm a, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm an educated person. I, I'm a doctor I, and I've got no money left. You know, what the hell's wrong with me? Uh, you know, how did you deal with that? Because I know it's easy for, for uh, you know, to, for you to look back and say, okay, well, you know, it's okay, I, I dealt with it. But in that time, in that moment, I know there's self-doubts, there's, you know, there's questions and you think, I thought I'm smart. This doesn't look like I'm very smart. <laughs> what, what have I done? Am I that bad with money? What's what's going on? You you do question yourself. Oh, yeah. How did you do how did you deal with that? I definitely felt a lot of shame around it. There's a know, lot of shame, yeah. The whole, there would be. Yeah. Yeah. There was so much of that. Um, because yeah, you're right. As a professional woman, I should have known better. But I when I when I'm faced with a problem, I tend to take action on things. That's just my money personality. It's just the way that I respond. So I tend to not necessarily take calculated action. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. Um, but I I took action nonetheless. I did make my situation worse initially before it got better, but I action by reading books, you know, Rich Dad Poor Dad, for example, being one of them, and it completely changed my perspective and you know how I saw money. And suddenly when you you change your perspective, you suddenly realize there is a problem that can be fixed. You know, as Marie Folio says, everything is figure outable and it totally is. So I kind of, I suppose in a way, just sort of trusted myself that I'd get, I'd sort it out. And I don't always trust myself, but in this situation, it was right. First thing I need to do is get some money coming in. Right. So as soon as I get back from my trip, I'm going to get a job. And I literally within weeks of coming back, I'd already lined up a job, already had it all set up. And then I started work. Yes, I had moments where I couldn't pay my mortgage or thought I couldn't pay my mortgage. And I had a couple of days where I panicked because I thought, that's it. That's it. My flat's going. But I just phoned up and said, look, my payment's going to be a little bit late because of the trip and everything. And I said, don't worry about it. It's not a problem. We'll just put a note on your file. And it was fine. So I I kind of bit the bullet and had to ask people and, and seek help. And and that also really helped as well when you, you kind of admitted that there was a problem. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still held, you know, held a lot back from people. I didn't want to admit to people that I had problems with my money, but I at least took action and actually did the things that I was being taught on the podcast or being taught in the books or being taught by my coaches or, or whatever. So that's kind of how I got through it. <laughs> so taking action, basically, not just sit there and panicking in, in the state, get up and take whatever action you can in that moment. I think that's yes. the key, key takeaway from there. And I, I totally agree with that. I think the worst type, um, the worst thing that you can possibly do is go into inertia in that moment and just sit there and panic and just not do anything and just go in freeze mode. It's, it's so easy to do though. It's so easy to do. Yeah. It's, um, it is part of our survival mechanism. It's that adrenaline rush. It's the fight, 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 flight or freeze. So some people will freeze in those moments. And, and actually it has been shown scientifically, you know, in mm-hmm. lots of different experiments that people's IQ does drop when they are panicking because mm-hmm. the adrenaline kind of floods through your body and stops you from actually being able to make sensible, um, you know, choices. Mm-hmm. So that's why a lot of people tend to spend money that they don't have when they don't have any money because they they can't reason properly because they're just panicking about stuff so it's just slowing it down you know i can do this i can figure this out you know i think about stuff you've been able to achieve in the past you know so for me it was i've I've become a doctor like i've managed to get through six years of medical school i can do this i can work Mm -hmm. this out this is not rocket science so it's just reminding yourself of the amazing stuff that you've already done and you can learn this it's just Mm. that you have never been taught a system and unfortunately as kids we don't get taught systems so you need to just learn something that works for you 
Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay, so on that note, we're going to wrap up. So Dr. Nikki, tell us, how can we find you on the internet? Where, you know, where can we, how can we connect with you? So I'm on all the different social media channels. Um, I have a YouTube channel as well. So I've always got a podcast. So it just depends on how you like to learn. Um, if you want to come and join my Facebook group, it's called uh, Women Working Towards Money Freedom. Um, but yeah, on the socials, it's Female Money Doc. So if you literally just Google it, whichever your favorite one is, you usually can find me on there. Okay, wonderful. But if you are listening to us on the podcast, the links that Dr. Nikki just mentioned will be in the show notes. And if you're watching us on YouTube, then down below in the description section, we'll have the links to her as well. Go check her out. I'm going to. It's She sounds amazing. And um, I'm, I'm interested to see her perspective on um, on money being a doctor. And because you see, you hear mine all the time, being a lawyer and a doctor, but I mean, being a lawyer and a money coach. So it's it's nice to get a different perspective from a, from a doctor's side. Absolutely. Thank- yeah, so thank you so much for being our guest today, Nikki. It's been amazing talking to you, but we have to have you back for my talkies. But today, thank you so much. Thank you very much for having me. And thank you for listening to me and Dr. Nikki today on a Friday feature. I will be back with another amazing guest on another Friday feature, finding out how they change their life by changing the mindset. Until the next time we meet, this is Gold Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.